podcast. Podcast show, show podcast. We're here to talk about things and run your ears off. Welcome to the new studio setup. We are working through some things, trying to find the best angles. Got some new lighting going. About to put some these pictures back up next week, but we're in a little bit of a time crunch right now, so we're just going to get this episode in because we got some shit to talk. This is our show, and this is our podcast. Welcome. This is Finding Dandy Podcast. Your co-host, let's get it out of the way, I'm Daniel. Hey, Daniel. I'm Josh. All right. That's that guy, Josh, over there. Me. So, I just got a job at Whiskey Cake. How's that going? Uh, finished training, finally. About to start. Interesting, though, what I wanted to talk about just quickly, that the uniforms are hilarious. So, right now, I kept it on for this show just because I love it in a weird way, but um, underneath this plaid little overshirt I have suspenders on and to give a full visual for anyone who's not watching the video I wear chucks blue jeans a belt a white tee that says whiskey cake and suspenders that's the uniform I feel like a lumberjack without the flannel or maybe well, now you have a flannel yeah on, but so you could be you could, could pass be for a lumberjack. lumberjack that or I uh, am Sam from Holes. Have you ever wielded an axe? I have not. Or a shovel? I thought you were going to say a wheelbarrow, because I also look like I push those around. Okay. Yeah, that might work. Like I like, have, have you ever wielded the shovel or an axe? Shovel. Once or twice in my life, I can right, dig holes. leaning more towards Sam. Sam. Lumberjack. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I look like Sam just exact. I feel like that was his exact uniform. I mean, I, he didn't really have an option. He, he did a lot of things, though. He could fix that. Right, but the uniform is pretty standard, right? <laughs> Just <laughs> blue jeans and a white tee. He probably had no other choice. It wasn't like they were going crazy back then with the fits. You know, Definitely not in the detention camp that they were in or whatever that was. You ever think about in Back to the Future whenever uh, like they had regular clothes, but then he came in with, he was just sporting like the blue and red or his pink yeah. Like, what the fuck's this guy got <laughs> on? Like, ooh. No, nah, that shit was different. And also, like, whenever you look at it, like, th- those fucking fat-ass Nike shoes he had on, I was like, I mean, don't get me wrong, dope shoes, but you could have got somebody that was a few inches taller to sport these. Like, man looks like a clown right now with these fucking size 12s on. He did a great job. <laughs> I thought he, I thought they looked good. Okay. <laughs> it's just weird, though, because, like, you look at, like, Back then, random, I know, but just, like, back in the Wild West, just, like, everyone dressed like shit. Yeah. Everyone had, like, suspenders, and you. I don't think they washed their clothes. Well, I, I mean, I don't think that they necessarily had, like, designer stores on every corner, you know what I mean? Kind of like, you get what you get. You take downs and shit like that. Oh, uh, no, for sure. You probably had the same, like, hat, and this was my father's 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 <laughs> hat. You had the same socks all year. Oh, yeah. If you got sure. a new pair of socks, that was a good Christmas. About, like, Flintstones era. Fucking cavemen? Yeah. Like, like right like, after? <laughs> yeah, like, right after, like, the civilized cavemen. Like, when they started, like, actually building, like, huts and shit? Yeah. Villages? Like barefoot, walking everywhere type shit. 
You never know what's next. Like you, you're probably gonna walk outside and die. Cut your foot on a rock. You're dead. Infects and you, you die. You're dead. Days. You're dead. <laughs> it's like, all right, you're you're eight years old. You're the man of the house. <laughs> man of the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sixteen. Right. Sixteen. You're 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 getting close. You're getting there. Sure. If you were thirty, you were a wise man. I always just think about that. I don't know why. If you were thirty, you weren't just a wise man. You were like. The elder of the tribe, type you know, shit. growing up, like you ever think about when we were younger, or like, like we look at old pictures of our parents, and you like look like grown ass, like adults at like sixteen. Yeah, like you were not sixteen; you were thirty five. Right. Like, why are they grown, and then we're over here, twenty something years old, semi years old, and well, it's also like getting like the same way because like there's fourteen and fifteen year old like athletes and like women and stuff like well not i guess like kids basically but they're like on the internet trying to be like older people than they are and there's like even like mike tyson whenever he was like i think 14 or 15 they were like nah he's got to be 18 like what the fuck like this this kid's 14 fuck no like there's no way stop lying to me who you lying to that's what i'm saying dude his generation young kids like even now like that like Kids are be like coming to look more like adults nowadays. Like our generation, not no, not so much. Like I'm 23, about to go, about to be 24. I feel like all right? of us look younger. We do, but I'm saying like there's like kids nowadays passing for adults, not just online, but like in athletics and things like that and stuff like. I don't know. It's, it, I feel like our generation was like the middle, like like the skipped generation type shit. Because like the generation before us, for sure, when you see pictures of them when they were kids, you're like, uh. Uh-uh. But now it's like when you see kids, you're like, that is not a 15-year-old boy. That man is fucking dunking on people and <laughs> making them look like children. Like, there's no way this kid is 15. You know what I mean? I heard once that it has something to do with, like, whatever, like, things we eat, like, all the processed food, like, the change in diet over the years from Whole Foods and stuff like that. That'd be more interesting because, like, not necessarily, like, just the generation before us, but generations before us, most of the foods for, like, you grow it on your farm, you eat it for yourself, or you go to the farmer's market, you buy it there type shit. But, like, now in, like, our age and probably a little bit of the age before us, there was this whole, like, wave of fast food, fucking processed food, sugars, fats, and things like that. And people kind of, like, lost their way and started overeating, over-consuming. And nowadays, you're getting more of, like, the healthy eating, the uh, cutting back. Like, you're seeing a lot more people, like, doing uh, intermittent fasting and things like that. So... If I feel like, like I said, I feel like it's skipping generations. I feel like our generation just got this shit into the stick whenever it came to, like, a point of, like, overconsumption because that's kind of what technology did. It, like, provided for an allowance of overconsumption. All in the country. fast food and stuff. And it Capitalism affected. plus technology equals overconsumption in America. Yeah, I mean, it could have definitely affected, uh, especially, like, the births during that point in time, you know? Yeah. Especially during the 80s. Mm-hmm. Sure, all the drugs and... Crack epidemic. Yeah, I'm sure all the drugs and food, fast food definitely didn't help at all. I mean, just, like, if you kind of think about it, like, sugar's kind of one of the worst, like, chemicals to... Oh, yeah. Kinda, ...like, around this country. And because of how much it's been consumed, it's, like I said, capitalism, like, the fucking companies that are making that shit are like, I'm not going to stop. I don't care if we're killing people. We're going to keep making money. Oh, yeah, sodium and then high sugar, basically. Uh, like, and then it, it subs for, like, fake carbs, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you're not getting, like, the healthy carbs you need, the actual amount of, like, nutritional value. You're getting enough nutrition value to get through, the, like, days, but it's not, like, 
right. full. It's not exactly you're getting everything you need. It's, it's a great system that we live in, though. Beautiful. You know, it's funny, too. The other day, so I had to get something. It was for you. I was looking for, uh, like, a work shirt, some work pants for you. But the shirt I couldn't find anywhere, so I went to, like, four Walmarts, right? Mm-hmm. All the ones around, surrounding areas. And it's funny because I didn't realize before, but Walmart, when you go to Walmart, you can really, like, kind of fill out the area by the Walmart. Like, the people that are in the Walmart. Like, it was a different vibe in every Walmart I went in. Uh-oh. Like, it was always like, this in is like interesting. Texas City and then, like, League City and then Webster. And well, I didn't hit Texas City, but I know, I already know that's a whole another vibe of its own. <laughs> I don't need to The one by go. the dog track. Yeah, I didn't go to that one. But I know, yeah. Did you go to? Uh, I went to Kima. You uh, went all the way over there, but you didn't go to Texas City, right? Uh, <laughs> fair point. Kima. <laughs> I went to the Dickinson one right mm. here. Uh, I went to Webster the. the mall, probably. Yeah, I went El Dorado. Uh, yeah. El Dorado. I think I hit one more too. Can't remember. Oh uh, yeah, but I don't know why. Like, I feel like that's the only like Walmart's the only place that sells that brand of shirt. But like for you to have to go to several Walmarts to find that shirt, mm. it was hilarious. Like, didn't there, find like, I went to four Walmarts. I was like, I wouldn't have gone to two. <laughs> I would have said fuck it after the first one. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I'll, I'll try for him, but it just wasn't there. But it's funny because it made me think back to when Carlos was talking about uh, the sandwich lady at Kroger making your sandwich. Oh, yeah. How it's a vibe. <laughs> Grocery stores do have, you know, you could. I think of it like this. Uh, if you've ever seen the movie Mallrats, uh, what's, what's the guy's name who wrote it? Kevin... Uh, Kevin Smith, yeah. yeah. But uh, Mall Rats, written by Kevin Smith, funny movie, just like how they hang around the mall all day. Mm-hmm. They just chill there. They don't, I, you know. They don't d- buy anything. They don't they're have a job. There. I don't think, they're like, just hanging out. Why are you there all day? Spot. Yeah, they're just at the mall all the time. I was like, you know, I could see someone just chilling at the local grocery store daily basis. Like that's weirder. I don't know. It's a vibe. Just like hanging around the deli. <laughs> Yeah, that's fucking strange. Like a HEB on a Saturday morning. Like if you get known (laughs) as the deli guy (laughs) and you don't even work there, that's fucking weird, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, he's here every Tuesdays and Thursdays. The deli guy. Hey, I mean, you have regulars at restaurants. Yeah, but it's not a restaurant. It's fucking kind of. And and, and it's not the place where you go and like hang out and eat at. If you go to the deli at a Kroger, it's for like... Thank you, ma'am. I'm gonna go pay for this, and I'll be on my way out. Not, how's your day going? <laughs> <laughs> going for local conversation. I'm not saying they're not up for conversation. I know that they're not up for a 30 minute conversation while you eat your sandwich and they you eat look. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> at your local deli, I mean that's what serving is. You're e- you're <laughs> talking to me while you're eating, and I'm having to deal with it. Yeah, but they tip you for your time. You about to do? <laughs> All right, have a good day. I'm on my way. That's a great sandwich, by the way, Delilah. Maybe you might tip him. Like, it's such a nice sandwich, lady. Stay in school. <laughs> it's kind of. I mean, what's the difference between that and going into your local Starbucks every day and saying, "Oh, that's Jim. He hangs out on the Wi-Fi and does schoolwork every day." Because Jim isn't bothering anybody with his time. He's over there. Can I get my coffee? I'll be over here in the corner doing my work. Not, <laughs> hey, um, uh, what happened with your tire last week? I heard you got in a blowout. Is, uh, is everything all right? If I work at Starbucks, I'm like, you got your coffee. Get on my face. <laughs> Here's an idea. Here's an idea pitch right now. ATB, if you're listening, 
I'm telling you, this is a winner. How about this? You have you know the bakery. Yeah. You have the deli, right? Mm-hmm. Let's put some tables and chairs in there. Let's spice it up. Let's make it like a little food court. You I know? mean, Target has that, but due to COVID, they closed it down. You can't have that. Did Target have it? Yeah, they have like a little Pizza Hut area. Yeah, where that's they open. And, and they, they have like, like a little coffee place. Starbucks yeah. Spot where they have de- like tables and too, but due to COVID, they had to close that down and make it just like a to-go thing. Target's cool, but AGB bringing a little like lounge area, I feel like would change it. Why? Because HB's already the shit. But it's already a grocery store. But Why make it a lounge? Because look, they have the area where I they like make fresh wings. I feel like that goes against productivity for the store, though. Why? Like, people are just gonna like where I'm at is like for the t- like you to have a table for somebody to sit at, down at. If they they just really gonna buy like one or two items and then go sit the fuck down and take up space. I'm at is if you close that shit down, you're incentivizing people getting it and going, so you have more of like a turnaround type shit. If you got like a fucking room full of tables, <laughs> people are like, I don't want to go fucking, I don't want to go fucking bother all these people. I don't even want to go up up to the counter, even if it's fucking nobody in line. The fuck is this shit? It Especially would, during COVID, it would make grocery shopping a little bit shittier. Hectic. Like why? Like, why the fuck are you here? <laughs> <laughs> Just someone orders this a deli sandwich and goes. Or imagine, like, sits down. like, of course, imagine in America some obese person is just, like, in line ordering, like, 12 to 14 items because they know they can, because they know that they can sit down and eat, take their time and eat all of these items. And you're just in line behind them, like, well, not only do I have to sit here and watch this, but I have to wait for them to make 12 to 14 items before I can even order mine. Because that's how Starbucks works. They either have one or two people working. And if it's one person, you're fucked. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) It's part of your job. I mean, you're a professional sandwich maker if you're working and make a sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's officially what your job is called. It's weird because I've started looking at serving in a different light. Like, even when I worked in fine dining, I always looked at it like, you know, serving is a job. Which it is. Like, just going in there, I had dreaded it. But now, you know, I can see how people enjoy it. You know, like, learning the foods and learning the industry. And, you know, like, becoming knowledgeable about food and stuff like that. Right. I feel like there's better ways to do it, but... Better ways to do... Like, getting knowledgeable about food. I can see why people would enjoy it, though. Like, the serving aspect, you know, like, talking to guests, getting to know guests. Some people really enjoy that uh, part of serving. Uh, Like, my trainer... I don't know, whoever's watching this, I don't. I'm not gonna give out any names because I don't know who might see this. But uh, the trainer, I'm scared, who trained me uh, recently, one of his tables asked if he wanted to go back to their trailer, a couple, and hang out, which I'd have to uh, politely say no, thank you. But you know, to each their own. I think it's interesting. Some people love that. You know what I mean? They connect with your server or you connect with your guests, you make some pals and friends, you sell them some drinks, they tip you good. It's kind of a weird relationship when you think about it, you know, like the business relationship between a regular and like being a server. Yeah. Because, I mean, you know, it's... It, I mean, but you have to set boundaries, though. Like, I've been in that position, and it's weird if you don't set boundaries. Because, I mean, like, at the end of the day, it's like, I make it clear to not just my coworkers, but my managers and my guests whenever I'm serving or doing anything in the service area that I am only doing this for the monetary value, that I am showing up to work for money. I'm not here to make friends. I'm not here to be your A-plus employee that gets employee of the month. I'm here to do work, make my money, get the fuck out. 
And if that means that you're my guest, I'm doing whatever you need me to do. I'm servicing whatever you need service at all times as long as it, it is appropriate and makes sense for the job title. At the end of the day, I'm not going to disappoint you. But if you want something more than me, you're not going to get it. It's just if you take it away from my tip because I don't want to talk to you, that's cool. Your food's going to be hot. It's going to be at how you wanted it. And you n- ain't going to have no complaints other than I didn't want to talk to you all day. Yeah, and then get that. What I'm saying, though, is like. The business transaction between a regular, like someone who knows right. you and you're regular, and let's say you are a talkative person, you know, like the whole idea of you going in there specifically because you want food, you're like, oh, I like this person, and you're tipping me just to, to, to talk to you. Right. Like, almost like a, uh, you're paying almost for, you're paying for the food for sure, right. but you're paying me for companionship. It's like a two-step process almost i would say that that could go either way because in my experience you don't need to be a companion or talk to them and you can still get the same amount of tip oh absolutely as, long as you like because there's a there's two different types of people bro because like there's the type of person who goes in there for a conversation and there's the type of person who goes in there for the food and it's easy to tell who that person is off the first intera- interaction but what i'm telling you is, is that most people even if they're going in there for a conversation like the like the server who is going to be attentive but not overbearing. So it's like I'm going to make sure you got everything you need and if you want more than me, more for me, I'm not going to give it to you, but I'm also not going to be more than you need. Like I'm not going to be over here every 5 minutes asking if everything is okay. I'm going to be over here whenever you need something before you ask for it. Yeah, that's you though. I'm ta- <laughs> I'm talking about the person cuz there what are people What I was saying is is that like there are two different types of people, but that like way of like treating a guest is works every time even if it's either type of person yeah i'm saying there are people who go in specifically and like with like there's regulars specifically that are going to tip you a hundred dollars every time well, not i mean a hundred dollars no right. i mean like someone who's going to over tip you like a hundred dollars or maybe like a hundred dollars every time 50 to 100 like, you know that person's going to tip you that but part of your relationship is sitting there and listening Talking to them, to them yeah. you know what i mean i mean it's kind of the same thing of like whenever a friend comes in and, and eats with you you're like i i mean like, I don't re- really know what to say right now because I'm in, like, professional business mode. And, like, whenever I come over to talk to you, I go into friend mode. But, like, I'm still kind of in professional mode. So I'm like, how are we doing t- today, sir? But, wait, you're my friend. Like, why am I talking to you like that? Like, I still do that. Like, you know what I mean? I do but that. It's weird because at the end of the day, you know that they're probably going to tip you more than everybody else because they know you and they want to put money in your pocket. But at the end of the day, you still got to be attentive and, like, friendly. You can't treat them like they don't exist. You know what I mean? Just because they're your friend, they're not going to. Like you still got to treat them like it's a, they're not a spare guest, you know what I mean? Being in the service industry is so weird. It's easy though. It's the easiest job in the world that people like. Whenever I see somebody cry over it, I'm just like, I have no sympathy because I just tell tell them like straight up, like you job for you. Like if, if you and I don't mean it like in a disrespectful way. I mean it like, why would you ever sign up to do something that makes you cry? If you are crying for this, stop doing it, bro. That's so weird. Like why would you cry today and then show up for work tomorrow? That doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, I get that. Uh, it's just like being a server. And I've gen- seen like it's it's not just like a gender thing because I've seen males cry on the job. I mean, it's stressful. I'm saying like, oh, bro, it's not stressful. It's easy if you let it get stressful, then it's not for you. That's that's all I'm saying. No, understandable. Because I mean, it's the easiest job in the world. You write shit down. You put it in a computer. You make sure it comes out how you how you wrote it down, and then you make sure they like it. And yeah. if they don't like it, tell the manager. You have no you have no responsibility over crying, over feeling anyway. They can say whatever they want to you. You still getting paid. That's one perspective, though. That's the perspective. If you are uh, going into work, if you're going into work to do anything, there's always going to be somebody who's trying to make your day bad. You letting that happen is your fault. 
what I'm at is like it can get really busy, and then how you perform is your your basically tips, your money, your income relies on that. So if it gets so busy, it's getting super crazy. You're barely keeping up because of the way that they're sitting you. Maybe they double, triple sat you. You know what I mean? Right. In this situation, it can get uh, overbearing, and it's like now, now you're you're cutting corners at some points because you can't give everyone top notch service, and now you're making see, but that's your money's that's affected the point now. That like if if you can't give everybody top notch service, then it might not be the job for you. Because if you know that your job and your pay relies on you giving good service, and you can't give good service, you're taking money out of your own pocket. Yeah, if you have eight tables, it's kind of hard to give good service. It's hard, but it's not undoable. And also, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. you're, like, of course, depending on the restaurant, you have people that are there to help you. You have floor managers. You have other servers. You have busters. You have people that can do things for you that you're not even asking. You're stressing yourself out thinking that you're not going to get the pay before you ever even try to get it. And that's what I'm trying to say is that, like, whenever you just look at it like, I don't give a fuck about this. I'm here to make money. I'm here to do what these people want me to do for six to eight hours or ten hours if you work a double type shit. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter because when you walk out of that building, you're still yourself. They can't they can't take anything away from you. You, If somebody is racist to you, is sexist to you, is something like that, I mean, I'm not saying that that's acceptable. It's absolutely unacceptable. But what you should do in that situation is you shouldn't cry about it. You should tell the manager what's going on, get them the fuck out of the restaurant, and continue on with your day. Because like you said, your pay relies on your tips. And if you allow that to fuck with your mindset, you're allowing that situation, that four-second interaction, to fuck with your pay. And is that okay? Nah, I mean... Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, you have to be mi- so mentally strong that it doesn't matter what these people say to you. You are here to make money. Make money. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I look at it. And that's why I, I, I'm a little bit of an asshole whenever it comes to work. Because, like, I'm treating my tables with respect. I don't got to, like, necessarily treat my manager with respect if he's not doing his job. If I'm doing my job and ain't nobody else doing their job, I'm not going to respect you just because you have a title. That doesn't That doesn't work with me. I'll say this. Because I've seen some managers that don't know how you to do You definitely that. have a very unique perspective on it because the majority of people are not going to, in the service center, are not going to act like that. You can say that's the perspective. Some people don't want to disrespect their bosses for the simple fact of maybe they need that job at that moment in time. It's not disrespectful to respectfully ask your boss to do their job. If you're doing your boss's job conse- consecutively and you ask them, hey, I'm just wondering why I'm still doing this. Like, I thought that was like not my responsibility. I'm glad to continue to do it, but I just wonder, wonder what's going on. And if they're not going to respect that, then you go to their boss. You know what I mean? It's like you, you're, if, if you're not getting paid a manager's salary, why are you being a manager? Because that's what you're doing to yourself in that situation. You're treating like, I got I to gotta handle this. That's not, that's not your job to handle this. Your job is to take care of your tables and make sure they get what they want. Regardless, the customer service industry, I mean, okay, it's easy. I'm not going to, look, I'm not going to sit here and say it's hard. I wasn't trying to say it's hard. It's not necessarily the most difficult thing. Regardless of who you are, other than maybe Joshua over here, because Joshua just never gets stressed out in his life as a server. He doesn't let anyone affect stressful. I'm saying you can't handle the stress. What I'm saying, though, is any customer service job, whether it's restaurant, whether you're working uh, in, let's say, like a grocery store or retail, like just like a customer I feel like they're job. so underappreciated because you have the everyone's so entitled to those jobs specifically. I get it. Like you probably don't get paid much doing most of those jobs, servers depending on where you're at, and right. the, the scale of the restaurant. Um, but regardless, I don't think they get the credit that they deserve. Now, once again, by no means am I saying these jobs are so difficult and so hard. 
What I am saying is that dealing with people in itself is not necessarily a skill, but it is. You know what right. I mean? And having to deal with people every day, all day, I think is underappreciated. For sure that. And you know how many people say people suck? It's like, yeah, try imagine dealing with them all day, every right. day. And and most of the people that say people suck do deal with them every day, all day. But at the end of the day, I bring it back to two points that were made to me. One was BioCelica, this uh, trainer from Saltgrass uh, Steakhouse, whenever I started working there as a server, told me, he's like, I don't accept excuses from because they know what they signed up for, and we all got to deal with the same bullshit. Whenever you make excuses and you start saying like and you start complaining, that's you valuing my time or your time over mine. Why do I gotta listen to you make an excuse or you make a a complaint about what's going on in this restaurant if I know I'm dealing with the same shit? And two, what Brad told me a while ago, which I didn't agree with at the time, but I fucking agree with it completely now that I know how easy it is to be a server and how much people don't know how to do it and they continue to do it. It's what he told me was is you chose that job. Whenever you say, like, I work off of tips and you only get paid two thirteen an hour, you chose that job. So why, like I said again, why would you continue to choose something that you know you're, that you aren't excelling in because it stresses you out so much and you're not getting paid? Why? It's very true. So that's what I'm saying is, like, in, if you can complain about it, I can complain too. I got shit to complain about. But am I getting my money? Yes, because I'm not complaining in the moment. I'm saying I'm going to fucking do this shit. I don't give a fuck about what these people say. I'm going to just get my money. I can complain after work. While I have a brew in my hand or a freaking, oh. I still think it's funny, though, regardless of the fact of using uh, you chose that job as an excuse to be a shitty tipper. I regardless. That I was mean, his point, right? Yeah, that, that was his point. He's like, I'm a, I'm a, I, I can it. be a shitty tipper because you chose that job. But I see it uh, from a different point. Is that like, you chose that job, so don't complain about it. You chose that job, so if you're saying that you're you're not getting the tips you deserve, why are you still working here? That's fair. You know what I mean? It's like it's, I still don't like people who tip shitty. It's like the same either. excuse, like you chose that job, so I can treat you like shit. Right, and it's not necessarily that, that. It's more so you chose that job, so if you are getting treated like shit, stop choosing it. <laughs> like, I don't understand why you're continuing to go back to a place where you know it's fucking up your mental health, you're not getting paid, and you know that you're getting disrespected. Sorry, it doesn't make any sense. You're not adding things up. I say this overall, I do like working in the customer service, uh, the service industry, though. I mean, the people you meet all over the place and, like, guess. Regardless, I mean, it's okay to complain. To say, like, you shouldn't complain is kind of also. I mean, I get it. We're all dead. Like, no, I'm not saying at work. You shouldn't just... Be that person. But there is those people. The people that complain all day, all shift, that just like don't know what to do with themselves. It's like work. Work it off. Go get another table. Make it better. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you have a shitty tip, if you get no, if you get a, what's it called? What is it called when you don't get a tip? It's uh, stiffed. When you get stiffed on a $150 tab or $250 tab, what you gonna do? You gotta eat it. You gonna say what? You gonna say, fuck, that's some bullshit. Yes. Or you gonna say, let me go get another table, get my money back. You know what I mean? Like, it's like there's two ways to look at it, and if you're looking at it the first way, you, it's not the job for you. I don't know. In a sense, it's like it's telling of someone's character to me, though. It, it just in that sense, because it's like w- the way I see it is, we say it on here all the time: look out for each other. People should look out for each other. You know what I mean? It's like capitalism's already kind of fucked in the way that it's scaled and right. you know set the s- systemically uh, set up, and uh, it's just. With the weather system set up, I mean, we should try to help each other where we can. You know what I mean? Like, a tipping, if you can't afford that extra tip, you shouldn't call, you can buy groceries cheaper. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, if I wanted to go out to eat, you can literally buy groceries cheaper. It's 
cheaper than buying the meal. You don't have to worry about tipping anybody. Right. You can make it. They make quick meals. They've got Hungry Man uh, TV dinners if right. you really don't want to go out of the and way. Also, I'd like to add that, like, I'm not necessarily blaming the person in this case for not being able to serve. I'm blaming more so the company for not just hiring someone they weren't didn't trust that could do the job, but also not training these people correctly and allowing the like the training to be so like not just abrupt but like simple like a simpleton could get through it type shit. You're making it so easy for someone who shouldn't be doing this to do this. And you're thinking that they're gonna do a good job because you need somebody on the floor. That just doesn't add up because you're not training these people. You're not like vetting people like who can actually deal with a stressful work environment. You know what I mean? And then you're expecting these people to go fuck up their own mental health for your profit. That's that's the fucked up part. But I still put it on like, yo, if you if you are getting fucked over at work and if you are getting disrespected at work, if you are not getting paid correctly, stop working there because you can find a better job. I promise. I'll say that I'll go with that. That's for, for any job though. That's for any job that you should do. Real shit. It's just weird. It's weird being in customer service. I feel like almost every job is customer service these days. So. Unless I mean, every you're like job a, has a customer service aspect that yeah, it's not well, necessarily centered around it, but there's yeah. sales and fucking what's it called, uh, PR and every position. Job. It's it's weird to me too because you have sales jobs, you know, like car salesman or just uh, like Amazon has the sales. Yeah, uh, yeah, you work for True Green. I think it's weird because like. People go into those jobs like so I can have experience in sales. You know what I mean? I mean, all sales is though is is you be like talking to people. If we really want to get better at sales, just learn how to talk to people. Know what your pro. All you gotta do know what your product is. Know what the person wants. Talk to them. Oh, you don't it's, need it, but it's, like it's more so like creating need in someone else's. Yeah, it's not necessarily like just knowing the product. You have to know how to make the product necessary for someone else but what's weird is in sales you don't even that's not even always the case you could just end up talking to someone have a great conversation they could be like you know what i don't even need this but i like you right i'll buy it that happens too but i mean that's like yeah that's more so like uh like not gonna happen more like more often but what's what's similar to that is like the concept of like a person buying something not just because they like you but because they like believe in the company or they believe in like the future of the product type shit and like that's what you like really tell people this company does this better than this company because like don't get me wrong whatever the product is it's not like a tesla there's not only one of them there's the fucking hundred companies that sell this product there's a hundred lawn care companies there's a hundred uh water filter companies you know i mean there's a bunch of shit that you probably don't need but you probably do need and whatever that product is there's a hundred of companies that are probably top of the line that could give you pretty much the same service so what you're doing is is trying to provide a thought process in the buyer's mind that makes you valuable not just you the company and the product because that they can get it anywhere else especially in today's age of like fucking online ordering you the salesman really is becoming non-existent. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's sales positions are kind of fucked anyways because, you know, most of them rely on commission. You're not really right. get, you're not getting paid hourly. Well, some, some have, like, a salary and uh, and commission, but most are just commission, the $7.25. So it's, like, it's a, supposed to encourage you right. to sell more. It's just, like, that's so stupid. The more that, you sell, the more you make. You know, it's, like, great. And then, you know, you got you know how much harder you have to work, though, and... 
I mean, you could say it's easy. Some people are just natural salesmen, but like for most people, you're gonna have to like put in those hours. What they told me was, is you get six hundred dollars a week, but we're looking for six hundred acceptable to you. If you say yes, you can't get the job. It's interesting, right? It's really stupid, but it's. I mean, I see the point. It's like if you don't sell anything, you can't working here. No point in paying you six hundred dollars a week if you're not selling anything for us. But at the end of the day, it's like whenever you look at their commission breakdown, it's like, I have to sell. And it's, I don't know. Uh, like I was saying earlier, it's so many under. It's so undermined these customer service jobs or like sales jobs or just work, working with people in general. But like that's like it's so weird to me because we shit on these jobs so much, but in actuality, like we need more people like that. Cause it's like if you go to HR about something, you don't want someone who's gonna just be on the phone. You know, we treat these people like shit, but it's like, imagine you call HR about something serious, you know, and then it's like that's not my problem. Right. That sucks. You know, tough. Tough. Yeah. With it. All right. Go back to work. How that works. You know, and you these these people that work these jobs, I think those are the these are the type of people you need in like other jobs, like bigger jobs, people that are run like CEOs and stuff like that. Because it, it, it kind of dawned on me today. I was thinking about the GM of the restaurant working now and just the fact that, like, last time they were served probably, like, 20 years ago. The disconnect is just huge. It's so big now. Right. You know what I mean? They don't remember what it was like. And that's how I think of whenever I think of big corporations or anything like that. It's, like, disconnect's huge. Yeah. Like, they don't know what it's like. Like, they're not worried about what is going on on the ground floor here. But some would argue that that's you the know? reason that they've gotten to the heights that they've gotten to that the reason that amazon is so big is because they don't shit about their workers <laughs> you know what i mean like i mean like i i don't know but like that would be an argument for the business side of that it's like well it's more productive to not give a fuck if we can you know what i mean if we have the option to not give a shit and all we have to do is pay like a couple million dollars in a class action lawsuit here and there i mean that's nothing to us so fuck it do it you know what I mean? There was a study, though. Then, like, you have... Oh, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, there is a study that uh, basically said in the work environment, if you create an environment for givers, essentially saying, like, people who are naturally just, like, helpful right. and, like, a be like, the person you know that's around the job reward, always... You reward that, necessarily. Yeah, it's like, jobs and that basically create environments for that and hire more people like that. Tend to be more successful well, see, like, and like more productive. If you draw a comparison to like a company like uh, Tesla, where they give all of their workers um, stock options and stuff like that in the company, like basically it's like if even if you don't like working here, you're compensated, you're paid and you're paid to a degree. Yeah, <laughs> no, to a large degree. Like like I forgot what the number was. There's it's like every Tesla worker has a certain percent growing over time and honestly like just the way that it's going like in 20 years oh yeah so i mean i guess in that way if you're not only getting paid regardless think about you're getting paid and instead of like worrying about a 401k or a retirement plan your retirement plan is already in set in stone basically because in 25 years what you have been given just for working there is going to be worth this amount do they get to keep that yeah like if they get, if they I mean, quit. I don't know what the like. I mean, obviously, I don't work there, but I don't know the uh, schematics of like if they stop working there, or if they do a different company, or if they. I don't know what that necessarily works out as, but I mean, 
what it what Elon talked about it as is like on Rogan's podcast was like everybody who works wh- for me, not just with Tesla. What's the other? The not so boring. Yeah, that one. He said uh, that's the boring, hole, that's the one with boring, the holes, right? The, boring. the underground tunnels and shit. I'm thinking about the one that made like the flamethrower and does all the like. I think it's that company, but like basically like his employees from those companies have like uh, like stock portfolios with the company, barely just off of employment. That's pretty cool. So that's what I'm saying is like even if you don't like working there, you're getting compensated you, like more than you could be at a place where you don't like it type shit. But obvi- I mean obviously with the advancements that come from those companies, I'm not saying it's 100% like guaranteed you'd like working there, but it seems like everybody's pretty satisfied with their positions. Yeah, that's pretty cool. It's weird. I wish there was just more. Like around here, I mean, we still live in Houston. I mean, there is other options. Like you have the plants and then you have like the oil industry you can get in. It's like not too many options though. You basically have like the ser- like customer service, you know, like whether you're like an office assistant or you're working like at the front desk of some kind of place, taking phone calls and right. putting in like uh, appointments. Yes, man, it sucks though because it's like I feel like people. A lot of people forget about those when they leave too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the worst thing. I don't know if you've ever taken a table and they're like, "Ah, oh, I've been a server before." You know, like I was a server. Yeah, you're like, okay. well, thanks. You everything you just said did not matter to me. Like I could care I've had less. People that were servers then. I remember during Sawgrass days when there were people who would like use their Landry's discounts because they were a server or something at a different restaurant or something, but they were there to eat and they got their discount because they had their card. Oh, that's the worst, bro. They would like the requirement was is that if you were to use your discount, you had to tip your server eighteen percent. And if you were a server anywhere else, you knew that. Actually, if you were an employee anywhere else, you knew that. So anytime I get a fucking Landry's card, I'm, I I know. At this point, like, after a few times, I know I'm not getting tipped right. Like, and the thing is, is, like, you're supposed to bring the card and the ID to your manager so that person cannot, like, use their discount anymore or not temp it correctly or whatever. I never did that. But, like, at the end of the day, I, as soon as I got that Landry's card, I was like, fuck. You <laughs> think about all the bullshit we you've gone through, though, as a server, just, like, the different people you meet. Like, n- I'm talking about, like, the guests, like, that you kind of get used to. It's like, ah, he's... And so, like, this, in, a, this in the server book, every day they would have us write a positive thing, a negative thing, a positive thing, and then our fucking, like, sales for the day. Where was that at? At Sawgrass. They did that? Yeah. I don't remember that. But, like, to get out of your shift, remember, at the end of the oh, day, they had Oh, I book. forgot we had that. Book, that was, like, shit was stupid. Every, yeah. Bro, for the last seven months that I worked there, my negative thing every day that I worked was professionalism in the restaurant is lacking. Because I promise you... Like you said earlier, it's like that that relationship between a regular and the server, bro. These people not being professional at all. People were cussing in the restaurant to their to their fucking tables. Bartenders were like lovey dovey with a lot of the fucking guests and stuff. Like, and I'm not talking about like that's the issue. What I'm talking about is like y'all are acting like this isn't your workplace. Y'all are acting like I'm supposed to be professional, but I'm watching y'all act like idiots. And y'all are fucking three, five years older than me. Y'all been working here for, what, three to five years? I'm only in months, and I'm acting like this, and you acting like that? That's why I was disrespectful to my managers, because I'm watching them do the same shit. I'm watching them be 26, 27 in a managerial position, act like children in a restaurant. I'm just like, what am I supposed to do? Respect you? Oh, man, you threw that out the window as soon as you walked in here like that. You know the craziest thing is that, like, 
when you're younger, you think of a manager as like someone who's earned the position. Like someone you always has a respect and authority that t- that because of the things that they've gone through and done to get to that. That's point. what you all like. When I was younger, I always thought that. But as you get older, you're like this person just sucked up and basically like was like a fucking kiss ass. That's how they got this job. And or it's like, like and this, I I hate being told that I have issues with authority whenever these are my examples of authority. Like how you do know you what I mean? Like I'm supposed to respect authority, but I'm being shown that they don't deserve respect. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, bro. Like you're not you're not training me well at all. Like I'm watching you be a fucking jackass. I've literally had a I'm not gonna say names, but I've had a previous manager drink with me at a bar and on his way out, drunk as fuck, say, "Hey, we're not gonna talk about this, right?" Like, what? Bro, you are my manager. If this is what you didn't want, if you you didn't want to talk about this, you should have walked away from me as soon as you saw my face. Why are you over here drinking with me and then you want to be on a low? Like, no, we're not going to talk about this, right? Like, oh, respect yourself. Yeah, no, I I get it. I mean, maybe he wanted to have fun, but the guy sucked. Have fun with your friends. Don't have fun with your fucking employees and then ask them to keep their mouth shut. What kind of shit is that? Get a different job if you want to drink with your coworkers, I guess. Or not even that. But drink with your coworkers and be upfront about it. Don't be a little bitch about it. Don't be. Don't have your underlings cover for you if you're not gonna be a man about your fucking actions. He could have got fired for it. I mean, I can. Why is he doing it? <laughs> That's fair. I don't know if he if his job was in jeopardy for the action and he cared about his job. Then why are we doing the actions? I don't know, man. It, it's, it's people, like I said, overvaluing their position or their time or their life over yours and thinking, like, you'll cover for them or you'll do this or you'll do that just because they don't want to have to do it or they don't want to deal with the issue or they don't want to face the music. At the end of the day, it's like, I don't got to do that for you, bro. Good luck. <laughs> it's weird working in, working especially down this area. It's yeah. Like you end it, up, it's like. Because it's like. It is that take care of your own, but it's also like, and you're not my partner in anything. Like, I don't really even know your last name. It is. What's going on with you trusting me to do all this shit for you or become like this friend of yours? That just doesn't make any sense. You're not doing it. And see, that's what I'm saying is like, uh, I was, I've been telling you this, I've been acting on for even longer. It's, I'm not at work to make friends. So whenever like you like hang out with your coworkers, I'm just like keeping it known not to be cynical, but it's like, these are not your friends. People do not go home and think about you, how you're doing, wonder how you're doing. These people don't call you on a regular. They only see you at work and maybe after that shift. And I was like, I mean, don't get me wrong. They're probably fun to hang out with. So go hang out with them all you want. But don't trust these people with your inner thoughts because they will fucking use that shit against you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, man. It's like... I don't like being cynical, but whenever I'm proven right, it's like, all right, that statement. Good job. <laughs> Definitely about everyone for no reason. Like it. That's what I'm saying. Is like when you walk into a restaurant, you're like, all right, tell anyone. 
Because right. you know that shit. Everything's crazy. everywhere all the time. It's the weirdest place. It's like, I don't know how to explain it. Uh, If you've ever worked in a restaurant, it's a bunch of fucking and... Uh, For no reason. Like weirdness. I don't know. It's like, so you got like the person who's dating their coworker. Mm-hmm. Then you got the people fucking their coworkers. And then you got the people that are dating their coworkers that are also cheating on that person with another coworker. Bro. And then like you got the people <laughs> that are married but also like having an affair with their coworkers. And you got the people that are like single, just like watching all this shit happen. Like I can't fuck with any of you people because this shit's ridiculous. But then this is like a point. Even if you can attest this, even if you don't care to know people's life story you're gonna you're gonna find someone's gonna tell you something for no reason you're gonna sit there probably not say anything but then uh, like you're listening to their life story like i promise you if you have hair like daniel's you could wear it down a little bit wear both airpods in for the entire shift and somehow somebody would still come pull an ear out and let you know some gossip for no fucking reason like it's so stupid how these fucking places work that's why i was telling you like there's no professionalism in a restaurant especially if it's Managed by people that don't know how to do their jobs. That's very true. On a side Which note, I have so much experience with. <laughs> <laughs> too much. On a side note, though, like I was just thinking about, it. I kind of like bars for the simple fact, like you can go and then just have like a random conversation with somebody. They ha- tell you your whole life story for no reason. You just met them at the bar, and you're like, I didn't need any of that, and then you cash out and you go home. See, but also a bar is a little bit more like real in my in my sense because a restaurant think about how difficult it is not difficult because it's hard to do but difficult because they're so focused on their money how difficult it is for a restaurant to kick a fucking customer out they let so much go before they kick somebody out we need your money 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 now that's too much we're gonna kick you out bar is like oh what'd you say get the fuck out you can't you can't talk to me or my customers like that I own this bar. I run this bar. Even if I don't own this bar, I'm the bartender right now. Fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Sure. It's like, it's it's so much more real. It's like, I don't care about your money. I'm here because I need the money. I'm going to get it because I'm a fucking bartender. I'm working off all these other people. Do you you want to talk like that? You want to be like that? You want to ta- be Mr. Tough Guy? You can be Mr. Tough Guy outside on a curb, bitch. You know what I mean? Like, it's so much more real. It's like, I'm not going to put up with your shit. I don't have to. The bar, even like the uh, waitresses at a bar, it's like, oh yeah, he's he's over here talking crazy. Get them, get him the fuck out of here. Immediate. Not all places, but not yeah, all, yeah. not all places, but it usually, whenever it, like it's a respectable bar, they're gonna kick you out immediately. Yeah, that's fair. I like I like it a lot more. Like I think because even bars, well, most bars sell food like that, but. I think it's a lot better, in my opinion. Restaurants are more, Man, unless it's like a mom and pop shop. Rest restaurants are more like focused on money rather than service. In my opinion. I think when you do like a a, a a like a talk of just all the stories of like that we've gone through through our that's appropriate <laughs> through uh, the service industry going from like restaurant to restaurant. I mean, absolutely, kind of it's not appropriate. We gotta give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. If it's derogatory, it gets the people going. Yeah, it's like, it's like I don't know what that means. It sounds provocative, <laughs> and it gets the people going. <laughs> like, let's give them what they want. Yes, sir. But no, I definitely think we should share some stories. Our adventures. Absolutely. Serving is an adventure. Uh, service industry, customer service in general. Oh yeah. It's just a whole thing. I don't know. It's just crazy. 
It's a cra- it's crazy like going living through life just yeah. Living through life and just like having to deal with all these like different types of people, not even just coworkers, but like the guests themselves. Right. Really like understanding how people act. Like I said, it's very telling of character. That and also you get to see like the different sides of what a person can like that's what the interesting part about ser- the service industry. Like like I said, no matter what what goes on, you walk in and walk out the same person. But you get to see all these different types of people come through your your area. And like I said, if that stresses you out, it's not the job for you. Because what it should be is just an allowance of you to make money off of yourself. Because necessarily, all these people are an extension of you, in a sense. And so, all you have to do is care about them for 30 minutes and not even really talk to them. Make your money and get the fuck out. Heard that. All right, we'll wrap it up there. It's been fun. It's been real. Find a podcast. Uh, challenge. Be yourself. Challenge, challenge guys. Challenge. Challenge. Uh, <laughs> have fun with life. Be Do what you want. Uh, just like a quick thing I wanted to say. Uh, recently I had someone basically tell me how, like, you know, their anxiety has gotten to them and just, like, they feel like they have no purpose. And I just wanted to say, like, your occupation does not define who you are. Who you are defines who you are. Be yourself. Be who you want to be. Do what you want to do, and I feel like you'll never go wrong. Unless you're a rapist or a murderer, don't do that. Yeah, that's all I gotta say. Anything you want to tell the <laughs> anything you want to tell the people, just wait. Uh, just be yourselves, guys. It's okay to do that. There's no shame in your game. Heard Even that? If you try to put some there, it doesn't exist. Your own ego battling your own ego. Fuck that shit. Do what you want. Find a way to do it. Everybody else does. Bye. You know, like they say, we're all in this together. High school musicals. All right, that's it. I'm signing off. College school musicals. Later.